good morning, church. And once again, I'm in front of you, preaching or sharing the word of God. I thank Pastor for always encouraging me, always encouraging everyone else in here at church to give back to the Lord what is due to Him. Um, our theme for the year has been kingdom culture. And before I begin my, my preaching, I'd like us to just bow our head and say a little prayer to God. Dear God, thank you for this day that you have given us. Thank you for this Sunday, Lord, that we are all together again. Thank you, Lord, that you're in the midst of us, Lord Jesus. I know that everything that happens today is within your plans, Lord. And I know that your plan is always higher than our plans. Your ways are always higher than our ways, Lord. And I thank you for every day of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You see, during the past few weeks, we've been learning about kingdom culture. We've been learning about how to behave, how to act, how to interact, and how to live if we know we're living in the kingdom culture. When pastor told me that I was going to be preaching today, my mom was still sick in hospital. So I was thinking to myself, oh, what topics should I share the people about? What topics should I tell them? And I kept coming up with topics like miracles of God, about healing, about how God is always in control. See, these topics back then was in my heart because my mom was sick in hospital. But I forgot something and I couldn't, I couldn't start what my message was going to be. I forgot to give Lord and ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to share? I was thinking too much of what I wanted to share. And a couple of days ago, just, just actually before I even thought of what was I was going to share, God pointed me to a verse, and it is Psalm 37.5. Now in Psalm 37.5, it says, Commit everything that you do in the Lord, and He will help you. You see, when I read that verse, it hit me straight away. Hey, I haven't committed what I wanted to share. So I, I asked the Lord for forgiveness, and I said, Lord, forgive me. I've, I've put myself ahead of you. Forgive me and reveal your word to me. Reveal what you want me to share to these people, to the church. And then, as I was reading the scripture again, he pointed me to another verse. And I believe this verse, everyone is so familiar with it because it's a verse that we often use to encourage someone. And I remember, actually I remember way back in Sunday school when I was still in Sunday school about memorizing this verse. I remember a big poster of it in our local church back then. And this is what the, the verse is. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Now in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge Him. And He will make straight your path. You see, this verse is so well known that people have different meanings for it. They think that 
if I trust God, if I don't lean in my own understanding, then he'll show me which car to pick. Then he'll show me the lotto numbers. Then he'll show me my desires or the desires of my heart. Well, actually, it, for me, this, this verse doesn't work that way. And that's why I titled the message today, Your All Equals Kingdom Culture. Your All ki Equals Kingdom Culture. You see, in, in both of the verses that we just read, Psalm 37, 5, and Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, they have that word, all, or everything. And when you look at the word all, it's the completeness of yourself. Everything that you do, your whole heart, there's no other portion but your whole everything. Now, in, in my title, Your All Equals Kingdom Culture, I have three points to share with you on how we can achieve kingdom culture if we give God our all. And the first point is 100%. Now, yes, uh, it's 100%. Now, in the first part of verse 5, it says, Trust the Lord with all your heart. With all your heart. That's 100% of your heart. Not 75%, not 90%, but 100%. And... I remember again when, when we were back in the Philippines when we first started attending church. I remember pastors back then would teach us through stories. They would come up with stories of how to trust God. And I remember this story very well because this story stood out for me. Please, um, when you listen to the story, please don't take insult over it or don't, don't see to it that it's insulting other religions or anything like that but please take the message of God that comes with it you see the story starts with three characters and these three characters believed in, or, in their own God or in, in the God they worship now as they were strolling along they were arguing which God was better than which and one of them came up with an idea and said, why don't we jump off this cliff and see which one's going to survive or which God will do the best for us. So they all agreed to it. And the first guy being the first one to jump off, as soon as he looked over the edge, he prayed to the sun. He said, son, use your power to save me. So as soon as he jumped off mid-air, he yelled out, to the power of the sun, save me. As soon as he hit that ground, he couldn't move his upper body. The only part of his body was from the lower part that he could move. Now it's the, the second guy's turn. And the second guy, believing to the power of the moon, did the same thing. He looked at the edge of the cliff, he prayed to the moon, he jumped. And as he was mid-air, he said, to the power of the moon, I know I'm going to be saved. Save me. As soon as he hit the ground, he couldn't move his lower part of the body. Now it's the third guy's turn. And the third guy believing in Jesus as his Lord and Savior. What do you think he did? 
He didn't die? All right. He didn't jump? No. This is, this is what he did. He looked over the edge, and he was like, man, that's high. And then he prayed the longest prayer he could. And as soon as he jumped, he said, Jesus, my Lord, save me. But then in the middle part of his jump, he thought about something. He started doubting. He said, if the first guy called on to the sun, and the second guy called on to the moon, and they didn't die, it's only the other half of each body, what more if I call on three of them? So he started calling on three of them. He called to the sun, he called to the moon, and he called to Jesus. What do you think happened when he landed? Well, he didn't die, but he was the worst one to suffer his injuries. He couldn't move any part of his body. You see, as soon as he thought of something, as soon as he thought of thinking about what his situation was, it became worse and worse for him. And this is why we give God 100% of our hearts. Don't allow anyone to say, hey, your God can't do it. Because in your heart, you should know that God has done it before. He's going to do it today. And he's going to do it tomorrow. Now, um, let, me, let me give you another example on how we should trust God with 100%. Let's say I go outside and take out a stranger. And then I, I come here, I take out her meal. Now I give one of you guys $500 and I ask you, can you give $500 to the stranger or to Camille to ask them to buy you a packet of chips and return the change to you? Who would you give the $500 to? <laughs> Why would you give it to Camille? You trust her. Why do you trust? Why do you trust Camille? Because you know her, right? You see, the same goes for God. You, you can't trust him 100 percent if you don't know him. And that's the reason why you should know the God that we serve, know what He can do, know His character, and know that He's a righteous man of God, and He is our Savior. Now, when we, when we give that trust to, to the Lord, I come up with the second point. And the second point is, take yourself out of the equation. You see, in the second part of verse 5, it says, lean not on your own understanding. Um, now, that statement, what, what does that really mean? Well, if we read again, that verse 5, lean not on your own understanding. You see, the guy that jumped last, everything was doing fine. Everything was going fine until he decided to think, until he decided to understand what situation he was at. When he saw that cliff getting, that ground getting closer and closer to him, he started thinking, 
how am I going to get off my situation? And that's exactly what God doesn't want you to do. He doesn't want you to try and understand your situation because you've given 100% of your trust to God. He wants you to just sit down, wait on Him, trust Him with your, all your heart. Now, when, when the guy gave God 100% of his trust, it was all going okay until he started trusting himself, which gave that 50% trust to him and to God. And that 100% even get, gets lower and lower as soon as he started calling onto the sun, as soon as he started calling onto the moon. That 100% became 25%. So you see, God doesn't want 1%. God doesn't even want 99%. He wants the whole 100%. Now, um, this, this is going to bring me to my last point, which my last point is let God know. Let God know. You see, in verse 6, it says, In all your ways, acknowledge Him. And he will make straight your path. Just like in Psalm 37.5. Commit everything you do to the Lord. And he will help you. A couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago, when my mom was still in hospital. I, I could remember going there every day to visit her. And as soon as I enter the room, she would say, thank you, Lord, you're here. And that's one example of how you let God know. You see, it doesn't matter if you pray the longest prayer you can, but all you have to do is let God know. And my, my mom was, was a great example of this. In everything she would do, she would just thank the Lord or add towards to God. Uh, one great example is when we were at hospital. As soon as she gets the meal, she was like, thank you, Lord, for this hospital meal. When a nurse walks in, she'll say, thank you, Lord, for this nurse. And when it was time to get her biopsy done or whatever test that the doctors were doing, she would say, oh, thank you, Lord, for your guidance. Thank you that everything turned out well. Now, I remember now that she's passed, I, when I remember her, it, everything flashes back to me when I was a kid. And back then, I didn't take notice of it, but I remember now that whenever she wakes up, she would just say, hey, thank you, Lord, that you've waken me up again. Whenever someone comes in to visit, she would say, come on, let's, let's share a meal and thank God for it. Just like the song, it's, it says, pain in the night, but joy come in the morning. Whenever we shut our eyes, or before we shut our eyes, just thank the Lord for what happened that day. No matter if it's good or bad, the joy will come following in the morning. And I, when, when, I was, when I was thinking about my mom, she actually left a few Bible study notebooks and a diary. Now, it, 
I, I realized now when I was reading her notes that she doesn't actually just say the words of thanks to God. She actually writes them down as well. And reading through her diary, she's got little notes, handwritten notes that says, oh, Lord, today is my first radiation day, so just please guide me. And there's, there's a few notes there as well that just says, thank you, Lord, that my biopsy was done at 1.30 today and everything went well. Now, it doesn't matter if it's just a small things or how big things it is. What matters is just you let God know. You could be just late for work, but just let God know and say, God, I was late for work today, but thank you anyway because I was safe. Maybe it's just the last loaf of bread in the supermarket. Lord, thank you for this last loaf of bread. It will sustain my family. I thank you for it. You see, God doesn't want you to just sit around and wait for him. If you take yourself out of the equation, he still wants you to follow it through by letting him know about everything you do. And as I end the message, you guys are probably thinking, where's the kingdom culture in this? You see, the last part of verse 6 in Proverbs 3, it says, he will make straight your path. Now, if you follow giving him 100%, take yourself out of the equation, let God know, he will make straight your path. And what's God's path? It's the path to righteousness. It's the path to God's wisdom, to God's goodness, to God's inner peace. It's the, it's, it's the path to prosperity. And that is how I call this, your all equals kingdom culture. That's, God, that's God's culture right there. That's the path of straight walk to God. And just, just keep in mind that just keep in mind that this, this verse doesn't actually say that if we trust the Lord 100%, if we don't lean on our own understanding, we'll win the lotto. No, it doesn't mean that. It just means that God will be walking with us, alongside us, going through to kingdom culture. And just like what Pastor said, when the woman with blood issues... She gave her 100% to God. She, she just wanted to be there for God. She, she forgot about her problems. She actually forgot that she'll be stoned if someone finds out that she's got blood issues. She forgot about everything about her. And instead, she just trusted God. And that's the same as the message today. Just trust God. Lean out on your own understanding. And let him know what you're going through. Amen. Thanks, Pastor. All right, Phil, please come. Come. Can we be upstanding, please? Go ahead. Why don't you pray for the saints? Go ahead, pray for them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for everyone that's here.
everyone that heard the message, Lord. I hope this begins something in their heart, Lord. Something that's coming from you, Lord. And something that you will turn to big things, Lord, for them. Lord, I thank everyone that was here today. And I hope, Lord, that it doesn't end. The message doesn't end here. But they share it to someone else that they love. They share it to someone else that they know. In order for the message to go worldwide, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's pray for Phil. Just pray for him as well. Ask the Lord Almighty for the grace of God upon his life to continuously increase that every time God calls him, he will be able to obey and do God's work. Go ahead and pray for him. Go ahead and pray for him and his family. The call of God is upon his life. And we know that God has begun a good work and he's going to bring it to a perfect finish. And so, Father, right now we thank you for your servant. Thank you for your grace upon his life. Thank you for the gift that we have witnessed and we know this is only the beginning. Greater things are yet to come. There's virtue coming in from his belly in Jesus' name. I ask that you increase the oil upon his life, the anointing in Jesus' mighty name. Pray for the family. Pray for your divine hand to be upon his life. Henceforth, he will never look back again. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Go ahead, let's put our hands together for the living God. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're all equals to kingdom culture. And that's what it is. That's what Jesus says. He hey, love the Lord with what? What did Jesus say? Love the Lord with all your, all your, and all so he was talking about all, all your mind, all your heart, and all your soul. Every time, is, is that all or nothing? That is the thing with Jesus. And I'm so glad that we've been reminded of this truth. And I don't know what you're going through, but let me tell you something. I love when the psalmist says, some trust in chariots. Some trust in chariots. But we trust in the name of the living God. Why? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and they are saved. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. But we trust in the living God. Do you trust the Lord this morning? Do you trust the Lord this morning? Do you trust him that he's able to heal? Do you know he's able to provide? Do you trust that he's got your back? Do you trust that he remains the same? Do you trust it's a new beginning in your life? Do you trust that God is in control? He'll work everything together for your good. When I was young, there was a, a song that my grand, you know, my grandparents taught me. And that song's never, every time you hear her sing the same song. He said, trust and obey. There is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. It's a very popular, very simple song. He said, trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus except to trust and obey. It is my prayer that this morning God will do something in, in your life. Lift up those hands and Phil said, let God know. I don't know what you're going through, but this is opportunity. As you are trusting, giving him 100%, this morning let him know. What are you going through? Why would Jesus, who is all-knowing, ask 
the woman, what can I do for you? Ask the blind man, what can I do for you? What is saying, ask, you shall receive. Knock, the door will be open. Seek, you'll find. This is the day that God has opened his arms to you. He said, what can I do for you, my son? What can I do for my daughter? Go ahead. Let God know. Let him know right now. Let him know the pain that nobody sees. The tears that nobody sees. Sometimes in the middle of the night, that agony in the pain that you're going through, nobody sees. Let God know. Go ahead. Sometimes we, you let men know and they disappointed you. They couldn't provide solutions. But come on, go ahead and let God know. Sometimes we will let everybody know about God. Go ahead and let God know. Can we worship for a second? Go ahead. He's a way maker. Go ahead. Lift up those voices all over the place and let's worship God. He's a way maker. I want to pray for somebody this morning. Maybe you are here, but you know God is asking for your all. And maybe you are indecisive. Maybe one leg is the other side, one is the other side. And maybe this morning you heard the word of God. And you say, you know what, Jesus, from henceforth, I want to give you my all. If that is you, or you don't even know Jesus. And you say, Jesus, you know what? I've been to church. I go to church. Or perhaps it's my first time hearing. I want to give my life to you. Because I want to give my all to you. If that is you, I want to pray for you. Go ahead. All eyes closed. Lift up your hand and let me pray for you. If you want to say, Jesus, I want to give you my all. I want to give you my all. Take my all. No more half-half. This is the moment. Take it. Take it, take it, take it. I give you my all, my 100%. I give you my all. I want you to take it all. Have it all, have it all, have it all, have it all, have it all. And so, Father, those hands lifted as a sign of dedication and commitment back to you and say, Lord, they're giving their all. Nobody gives their all and loses. <laughs> as a matter of fact, whenever time they give their all, they gain it all. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you all praise. We give you all adoration. We give you all the praise and honor belongs to you. Draw souls to yourself this morning. In Jesus' name. You are here, you don't know Jesus. Or you're watching me online and you say, I want to give myself to Jesus. Why don't you pray this prayer? Because this is your season. This is your moment. This is your hour. The best decision you can make for yourself is the decision to accept Jesus because he is your savior. No religion can promise you eternal life except for Jesus. It's only Jesus. No religious leader 
can promise anybody eternal life except only Jesus who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Boldly declared. That's what separates him from it or everybody. He promised us eternal life. This morning, you want to say, Jesus, I want to go with you. Go ahead. Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for life. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. This morning, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive me for my sins. Cleanse me from all my unrighteousness. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, welcome to the kingdom of his marvelous life. And you have one promise, and that is eternal life. Hallelujah. Even though we don't see him working, he is still working. He never stops working. Hallelujah. There's peace coming into somebody's heart right now. I see the angel of God touching somebody right now and receive that peace of God. That transcend beyond human understanding. That transcend beyond human understanding. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit. There is an issue in the family right now. And I declare, I sense in my spirit there is an issue that is going on through a particular family right now. Father, in Jesus' name, command the storm right now. Whatever is going through in that family, in the mighty name of Jesus, we take authority. And we rebuke the enemy. We rebuke the devourer in the name of Jesus. Now, there is somebody here this morning. And you have to attend to an appointment this week. God is going to favor you. You have an appointment this week. You are worried about it. Listen to me. God is going to favor you. Father, in the name of Jesus, may that appointment be turned into celebration of your goodness. May your goodness and mercies go ahead. May your success go ahead. May your victory go ahead. Father, I pray favor. I pray for favor. May there be divine testimony in the name of Jesus. Right now, I take authority through the blood of Jesus. I cancel negative medical reports and I command divine, divine health and divine healing upon your people right now in the name of Jesus 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 hallelujah and lastly I want you to be sensitive to God this week you know, many times God comes in a way you don't expect him to come. And that's why sometimes we miss God. He will come in a way you may not expect him to come. You know, there was a man called Naaman, but the Bible says he had leprosy. And there was a little house help girl in the house. And there was healing waiting for this man. He was the head of the army, yet he had leprosy. And the prophet said, listen, there is a river in the Jordan. Go and wash yourself seven times. You're going to be healed of the leprosy. 
says, you know who you're talking to? It's amazing. Why? There's beautiful rivers. There are beautiful waters all around here. Why that dirty? Why that one? The little girl in the house said, Sir, Master, if the prophet had told you to go and wash in any other river, wouldn't you have done that? Go ahead and do it. Do you know how Haman, Naaman became aware of the prophet? It was the house help who says, I know a prophet somewhere. Now, your blessing may come in a way you may not expect it. Elijah was so hungry, but God sent ravens to feed him. The boy was there. 15,000 people were hungry. Two fish. Five loaves of bread. Where? The little boys. Yeah, that's where it's going to come from. Can I just open your eyes? Just tell God to be sensitive. The reason why I'm saying is that there's a visitation coming from God this week. And the reason I'm saying this is be sensitive because it might not come the way you're expecting it. Because that is what God does. He will come a way you do not expect it. And unless you are very sensitive enough, you may be thinking, what is this? The Israelites were praying to God for food, for manna. God sent manna. The manna came. You know what they said? What is this? <laughs> what is this? That's what you've been, that manna, that's what you've been crying to God for. You know, sometimes your, your destiny helper could be standing right next to you. The thing that you are waiting for is right next to you, but you wouldn't know. The Israelites were so thirsty of water. They were crying unto God, but there was a rock right next to them was water. They had no idea. And God says, hey, Moses, strike the rock. Water coming from everywhere. You would, it would have never crossed your mind that that rock contained all the water they needed. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm saying this because God is coming to visit people and it's going to come in a way you may not expect it. And the thing that you are trusting God for could be right next to you unless God opened your eyes and you are sensitive enough. It may be right there. So I pray this week, may God open your sensitivity. May God open your eyes and you're going to wake up and say, oh, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. In the name of Jesus, may God give you a this is it our moment this week. May God give you, this is it, this is it, this is the moment, this is the time, this is the, the moment I've been trusting God for, this is it, in Jesus' mighty name. Go ahead and thank God for today, for what he has done. Go ahead, bless his name, bless his name, bless his name, go ahead, bless his name. Thank God as you leave, you're not leaving his presence, commit yourself in his hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank the Lord. Go ahead. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Go ahead. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you. May the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you. May the Lord give you peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Put your hands together for the living God. Are you blessed in the house? Are you blessed? Are you blessed? That one is for Jesus. Go ahead, clap for the Holy Ghost. And that one's for Holy Ghost. Go ahead and clap for the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Go ahead, make a joyful noise in the name of Jesus.